Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Main Street Media Football wrap-up show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. We've got nine folks to tell you about what happened in all of Middle Tennessee this week in and around high school football action. Plenty to get to. Thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office for sponsoring the show. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. All right, we're going to start up north where David Wilson is standing by. Hey everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robinson County Connection, here to give you a quick recap of high school football in week eight of the year. Our night began on Thursday as Springfield picked a playoff clinching win over Hunters Lane. 14-7 was the final in that game. Clarence Cobbins was a two-way star for Springfield. He did it again on Thursday night, had a 52-yard touchdown in the second half and also had an interception in this win, Springfield's defense forced four turnovers, including three interceptions by Hayden Reynolds, Timothy Bush, and I mentioned Cobbins. So they've secured themselves the fourth seed in that playoffs. So we'll see what they do moving forward. Also on Thursday, East Robinson picked up a big win over Chowsley County. 35-0 was the final, and the storyline was junior running back Isaiah Groves for the Indians. He had 295 all-purpose yards and four touchdowns in their convincing win over the Yellow Jackets. On Friday night, White House Heritage secured themselves a playoff berth in a winner-take-all matchup with Fairview in the last week of the year. The Patriots had a 41-6 win over Stewart County, where Adrian Bonilla had 22 carries for 185 yards and three touchdowns. Quarterback Xavier Murray was 6-6 six of six passing for 130 yards and a touchdown in that one. So great start for the Patriots this season. They only had one win last year. Now they're in a winner-take-all region championship matchup with Fairview. White House Heritage picked up the win there. Greenbrier lost to Pearl Cone by a final score of 35-0. The Bobcats came home to Ridgetop and faced the number one team in our Main Street Preps rankings, lost 35-0, but held the Firebirds to the lowest scoring margin in region play this year. Joe Burns lost 28-0 to Harpeth in their game where they honored Tom Atkins. Joe Burns had three turnovers in the second half that really proved fatal, three interceptions by quarterback Amore Cotton. Harpeth, big game on the ground, had four rushing touchdowns in this game. But that'll do it for week eight of the wrap-up here in Robertson County. Look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks, David. Let's go to his partner, Brady McAtamney, who's got your Montgomery County report. Hi, I'm Brady McTamney, sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, bringing you a little bit of a wrap-up here from everything that happened in week eight. Football started on Thursday last week with Rossview High beating McGavick 30-0, getting their winning streak up to six games. They have shut out teams five times in those six games, with their only other non-shutout being just a six-point allowance by the defense. They are absolutely on fire. Speaking of on fire, Clarksville High is 8-0 after beating Kirkwood 62-6. They have already set the record for most points scored in a season in program history. They are absolutely on a roll. West Creek got their first ever win against Northeast, beating the Eagles 42-0. The Coyotes have positioned themselves squarely for a playoff spot. 
Kenwood has also gotten their second win of the season, beating Northwest 47-7. to That's their second straight win heading into a big game against Dixon County this week. This week. Montgomery Central fell to Marshall County 56-6, to and Clarksville Academy lost to DCA 35-0. to Those have been the games in Montgomery County this last week, and uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Well done. Appreciate you guys. All right, we're going to take our first break of the day. Make sure to stick around. We've got much more coming your way. High School Football Recap Show right here on Main Street Media TV. He shoots, and he scores! Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-150. Welcome back in, folks, to the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. Glad to have you guys with us as we are taking you around the mid-state uh, to talk about what happened this past Friday night. We've heard from Robertson County and Montgomery County. Let's just keep going east and hit Sumner County where Blaine Keller as a report. In a battle between two high school heavyweights, it was Henry County that came out on top over Beach in Sumner's only football action last week, and it came on another overtime Philly special. I'm Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller, and this is your Sumner football snapshot. Beach led 35-21 to midway through the third quarter in last week's only game happening in Sumner County because of fall break. But the Patriots, the, the road team, outscored the Buccaneers 17-3 across the last quarter and a half, including a field goal in the closing moments to force overtime and eventually take a win in overtime. The Bucs got their third touchdown of the night from junior Kawan Harris to open the extra period, rushing 10 yards to put the Buccaneers up in this game. But Henry County responded with a touchdown of its own and a two-point pass play reverse. 
uh, to take the 46-45 to win. If this all sounds familiar, of course, Philly's special coming from the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when the Eagles pulled off this play. It also came last year on a very identical situation for Henry County on the road at Springfield whenever I was Robertson County reporter. Uh, 29-28 the final on that, and Henry County walked it off on the road uh, to clinch a region championship again. Very similar situation happening on the Philly special play. So back-to-back years where they've been able to pull out that gadget trick play and back-to-back years where it's won Henry County the region title. Beach can finish no higher than second now in the region standings. They had a couple of great individual performances, though. As I mentioned, Kawan Harris had his three-touchdown day, one on the ground and two through the air for the junior. Sophomore quarterback Caden Powell had three passing touchdowns as well as one with his legs. And how about freshman running back D.K. Williams, tallying 85 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown of his own. All Sumner teams are back in action this week, headlined by Beach and Siegel, Hendersonville in Portland, and Gallatin at Wilson Central in a must-win region game for playoff aspirations. We'll have all of those covered throughout the week, after the games, and next Monday when you check back in on the show. We'll see you guys then. Back to you guys. Thanks, Blaine. All right, we're going to go now to Wilson County, where Tommy Bryan is standing by. Hello, everybody. This is Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon. And here's a look at what's going on in Week 9 high school football, Friday, October 13. Lebanon and Mount Juliet will square off at Roger Perry Field on the campus of Mount Juliet High School in a 7 o'clock contest. Lebanon, 5-2, challenges the Golden Bears, 7-0. It's alumni night at Mount Juliet where they're welcoming back all former football players to come be a part of this one. Lebanon hopes to spoil that celebration as the Blue Devils have won each of the last two meetings with the Golden Bears. Also in Region 4-6A, Gallatin, with a record of 4-3, plays at Wilson Central with a record of 3-4. Laverne challenges Green Hill, that game set for North Mount Juliet. Laverne 2-5, Green Hill with a record of 6-1. Class AA undefeated York Institute travels to Lebanon to take on 6-1 Friendship Christian School. That game set for 7 o'clock at Pirtle Field on the Friendship Christian School campus. 5A Glencliff with a record of 2-5 comes to Wilson County to take on Mount Juliet Christian Academy. The Saints also with a record of 2-5. That game set for 7 o'clock at Ed Suey Field. Grundy County and Watertown square off in a Region 4-3A battle. That game set Friday at 7 o'clock at Robinson Stadium. Both these teams have records of 2-5. and five. A little side note about the Lebanon-Mount Juliet game. Lebanon junior defensive back Isaiah Mariah has been cleared to play by the TSSAA. He was kicked out of their last game against Wilson Central in the final minute of play when the back judge thought he saw Mariah throw a punch. Video evidence indisputably proved Mariah did not throw a punch. In fact, he absorbed a couple of blows and walked away, so he was cleared to play, and he will be active 
and ready to go as Lebanon takes on Mount Juliet. That's a look at what's going on in week nine of high school football in Wilson County. For Main Street Preps, I'm Tommy Bryan. I will talk to you later. Moving south, Monty Hale has a report from Rutherford County. A lot of schools over there, a lot of high school football. So, Monty, tell us what happened. Hello, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Here today to take a little recap of last week, look ahead to this week in high school football. Not much to recap, but it was a historic game nonetheless. PCA in the only game uh, in our coverage area uh, defeated Ezell Harding 16-9. That gave uh, the Lions their second uh, region win of the year, and they have clinched a spot in the playoffs in their first year ever <clears throat> in 11-man football. Again, elsewhere, everyone uh, was off, but we're back into it now for the home stretch. Three weeks left in the regular season. Friday night, it's Blackman at Riverdale, the backyard brawl as it's been dubbed over the years. Uh, lots of meaning in this one. Uh, you've got two twin brothers going against one another as head coaches in Will Kreisky of Riverdale and Matt Kreisky of Blackman. Uh, Win would certainly more than likely lock up a playoff berth for um, Blackman, but Riverdale, they have sights set on the regular, regular season title. Uh, so they're looking to go to 3-0. and Stewart's Creek's at Smyrna in a huge uh, Region 3, uh, Correction 5, 6A game. Uh, Smyrna undefeated in the region at 2-0. and um, Stewart's Creek is 1-1, one and one, and the winner will still be in a spot to win um, the championship or be in the hunt for the championship. Coffee County at Oakland's been a tough year for coffee in the uh, Region 3 for the first time. Uh, Oakland is steamrolling opponents right now. Siegel at Beach, a good uh, non-league game for both of these teams, although Thomas Santel is out for Siegel for the remainder of the year with an injury. Outstanding quarterback at Siegel. So they've got to go with the next man up uh, philosophy. Oak John Paul visits Rockville. First time these two have ever hooked up. Should be a good matchup. I think both teams have uh, been up and down a little bit, but nonetheless, uh, I think it'll be a good matchup. Laverne at Green Hill, non-region game. Uh, tough on Laverne, but, uh, you know, their, their issues will be within region play. Uh, they've got a couple games left, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Eagleville at Loretto, similar situation. Loretto, pretty far trip, uh, outstanding team, one of the top teams in the state. And Middle Tennessee Christian travels to um, the Kings Academy. Um, MTCS uh, shouldn't have a lot of problems with this game. Um, of course, they're sitting in first place at 1-0, and and um, they've already played um, Friendship Christian, so... Things looking very good for MTCS as long as they don't look too far ahead. you got to play them as they appear on your schedule. That's about the biggest challenge MTCS should face this week. All righty, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Thanks, guys. When we return, we've got a few more 
folks to get in, so stick around here on the Main Street Media Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We'll be right back after these messages. He shoots, and he scores! At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And we're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberry's at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back into the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We've got four more folks to get reports from, and we're going to do that right now. We'll start uh, in the Nashville and Williamson County area from Russell Venosi. Defensive players often don't get as much recognition as their offensive counterparts, so let's fix that this week. Brentwood safety Johnny Silvestri had three interceptions and a fumble recovery and a 28-21 win at previously unbeaten Centennial. The Bruins were able to turn all three of Silvestri's interceptions into touchdowns on their ensuing offensive possessions, and Silvestri's senior teammate Jack Zock also had a pick in the win. 8-0 Brentwood enters an open week this Friday, and then will come back home to face Independence and Ravenwood to close out his regular season schedule. And how about Montgomery Bell Academy? Just when we thought the Big Red were in full-on rebuild mode, they knock off Lipscomb Academy 14-6 behind rushing touchdowns from quarterback Hugh Price and running back Brooklyn Davis. NBA has now won three of its last four, entering an open date as well. Elsewhere, Innsworth put on a defensive clinic in a 17-10 win against Father Ryan's high-powered offense. The Tigers forced a pair of turnovers and also held the Irish to their lowest scoring output of the season. Other top-ranked teams in the MSP Top 25 like Pearl Cone, CPA, and Page all rolled to lopsided wins in Week 8. Chris, back to you. Thanks, Russell. Over in Dixon County, also in Cheatham County, we've got Casey Patrick standing by. Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I cover sports for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. 
Uh, all three Cheatham teams uh, were in action this weekend. Two of them played each other. Sycamore hosted Cheatham County Central as the War Eagles won 41-15 to behind a huge day from sophomore Hicks Hunter on senior night, of course. Uh, Hicks Hunter, th- 329 yards and five touchdowns, broke his own record that he had set a uh, week before against Maplewood. Uh, Sycamore, they will be on the road at Fairview. Of course, that's in two weeks. All Cheatham teams are off this week, so uh, they get a, a full week of rest. But uh, Sycamore will be on the road at Fairview, and that's going to be a big region matchup for both teams. Uh, Cheatham County Central, uh, of course, in two weeks, they're going to host Stewart County. That's also a region game. The other team in the Cheatham area, Harpeth, uh, took down Joe Burns 28 to nothing. A strong effort from the Indians. They will be playing against East Hickman at home. That will also be in two weeks. Uh, Of course, last week, Dixon and Creekwood were both off. So thank you all, and uh, have a wonderful evening. Thanks. Now we're going to go down to Murray County where Murray's Patton has a report from South Williamson, Murray, and Lawrence counties. Thanks, Chris. Um, got things started in week eight with a Thursday night game as Summit went into Nashville and picked up a 37-6 victory over host Overton that probably wrapped up a Region 6-6A postseason berth for the Spartans, getting to three and five overall and to two and two, yeah, in district play. So um, seems that the Spartans are postseason bound. All indications are that Independence is as well, though they picked up a non-region win on Friday night, defeating visiting Fairview 31 to seven. In Region 5-5A, Columbia Central kept hopes of maybe getting a uh, home game for the opening round of the playoffs alive by going to Franklin County and winning 18-6, their first win in Winchester in their last five tries. So big win for the Lions there. Also in Region 5-5A, Spring Hill fell short over at Shelbyville, dropping a 44-23 decision to the host Golden Eagles there. Uh, Mount Pleasant just continuing to get it done and continuing to get it done on special teams, defeating host East Hickman 34 to nothing. And for the third time in three weeks, Darian Mazo with a return for a touchdown, this time a 50-yard punt return to go with two receptions for touchdowns for the Mount Pleasant senior there. So big game for the Tigers there, big game for Darian Mazo. And in Division 2A, Middle region play. Speaking of big games, Columbia Academy goes to Nashville Christian and blocks a field goal, scores a touchdown, and gets a red zone interception all in the last three minutes to down the Eagles 27-21 in that one. So big week eight in and around Murray County there. And be sure and check out Main Street Murray and MainStreetMurray.com for coverage of all of that action. And finally, We're going to go down to the southernmost point of the coverage area in Pulaski and Giles County, where Wade Neely is standing by. Only one of our teams in action here in Giles County last week, but the Bobcats made an emphatic statement as region play resumes, and they went at 56-6 versus Grundy County. They kind of sleptwalked in their win the previous week versus Watertown, winning 50-36. But the Bobcats took care of business early, setting the tone and never looking back as they cruise, uh, leading that ball game 29 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. They led 43 to nothing at the end of the first half. 
And then in the second half, with a running clock going, they got a couple of late points. And again, they went at 56-6 to in their first ever trip to Colmont, Tennessee. Scoring breakdown, Johnny Jackson puts Giles County on the board early with a nice rushing touchdown. And then we had a couple of rushing scores from Kamari Turner as GCHS uh, capped the quarter with uh, a nice defensive score. Tate Bedford, the freshman linebacker for Giles County, scoops and scores. Giles County had three defensive scores on the night, and Bedford got the first. Again, 29-0 your score at the end of the first. They add a couple of scores in the second. Kareem Bryant got one on the defensive side of the ball for GCHS. And then right before the half ended, it was Kamari Turner taking a pitch out of the backfield and firing a 22-yard bullet to senior wideout Dylan Williams for the score. Giles County putting points on the board in the second half. Exorion Randolph, who had 151 yards rushing. He leads the team in rushing. He gets a third-quarter touchdown. And then the final score of the night coming via Cooper White as the sophomore DB for GCHS, jumping in front of a pass and taking it to the house. Big win for Giles County. The Bobcats return to action this Friday, October 13th, when they host Community. Community gave Giles County a very close first quarter last year, but the Bobcats pulled away. 58 was the score up in Unionville last week. On the other side of the coin, Richland returns to action as the Raiders are on the road for their final three contests of the regular season. They travel to Summertown this Friday as Summertown will look to try and get some positive momentum going. But Richland also reeling a little bit after the Raiders suffered that tough loss to Collinwood uh, just prior to their bye week a few weeks ago. So Richland, again, is on the road, and Giles County is at home. The Bobcats will also celebrate homecoming. It's a busy week for us, and you can hear both broadcasts on Pulaski Citizen Live. Download the Mixler app and search PCL GCHS, PCL Richland, or make sure you visit PulaskiCitizen.com and click on Pulaski Citizen Live. That's a recap from the south end of Main Street land. Wade Neely, sports editor at the Pulaski Citizen, signing out. That's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. Again, thanks to our sponsor, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We hope to see you on Friday night at a high school football game. Make sure to come back, watch the show. If you are looking for what happened on a Friday nights, we've got you covered. But, of course, you can always visit MainStreetPreps.com uh, on Saturday and anytime during the week if you want to go back and check out uh, all of the stories from around the mid-state. Nobody has more comprehensive and timely coverage of high school football than Main Street Preps. That's MainStreetPreps.com. And, of course, check out each of our local publications as well in print and online. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll see you next week on the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. You have been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.